Welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, any room you so, so deserve and desire to be. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This episode, I'm going to talk about a, a woman who passed a few years ago, but she made a mark. And, you know, when you're related to one of the all-time greatest, and I don't say that very often, but her father was one of the all-time greatest, one of the baddest to ever do it. And them shoes and people have high standards. You know, imagine uh, if your if your sibling or your parent is just so great at something, and you got to come in behind that. And people hold you to these incredible, outrageous like they say, "Yeah, you're pretty good, but you will never be like them." And you have to hear that all the time. And I'm sure she had to hear that. But I will say this. When she made her mark in the 70s, she came with some standards. She came with some standards of her own. And she definitely left a mark. And her name is Natalie Cole. And these are some of her best songs. And I've rocked her albums for years. Um, very versatile artist. No pros and cons to having a, uh, that last name because people have expectations. But also, you get some of those doors. When you have the goods, though, people remember. And she had some very memorable songs. The first song I'm going to start with is Pink Cadillac. That was an 80s bop. It sounded very much like the times. It was different from her 70s heyday. But she showed that she could do something catchy and that it could update what she was doing. And that's the thing about her. She was never limited in her music. Her music always had... An, air, an, an aura about it where it had life about it you know her range is so underrated because she could really channel a lot of different things and she didn't always get her due but you know when you hear these songs you, you'll be like yeah I mean she was um, you know it's even better than you expected because it was like really catchy you know really some of them songs where you're sitting there like whoa she really had the goods there and um, these songs still hold up really nicely. So that, that song was catchy. You know, had that 80s synth pop thing going. But it worked for her. I mean, it didn't sound out of place, though. It was definitely a catchy cut for her. So that was that's one of them songs that, you know, it, it was catchy for what it was. And again, testament to what she could do. Definitely. The next cut that I liked, though, for real, though, on the whole, was Be Thankful. This was a nice, funky jam. And again, when she came out musically, though the competition was so strong. And again, when I always have these conversations, I don't want anybody to ask me the 70s rule. Come on now. Natalie Cole had to go up against Shaka Khan, Aretha Franklin, Minnie Riverton. You know what I'm saying? Donna Summers. You know, you had... Gladys Knight, you know, you had heavy, heavy hitters, female artists. And that era was just stacked and loaded. There's a, like five others I haven't even mentioned. So get in where you fit in, and you better find it. You better have the, the goods. You know, like I told you how great Angela both Phil and Phyllis Hyman was. So Natalie Cole had her work cut out. Just dealing with Aretha Franklin and Shaka Khan. She was friendly with 
shock, and she worked with some of the same writers and producers as Aretha. Now, so her vocal will have to compare it to because the standards were that set that high. Can you hang with Aretha? Can you hang with Shaka? Can you hang? You know, that's the standards. She hung, but she had the battle. So this song was definitely funky and very spirited. I definitely like that song. You know, that was tight. Next cut I dug was Annie Mae. Annie Mae was a, uh, it's one of them theme songs where you, it takes you through a woman's livelihood and, and how she survived, what she had to endure, what she, how she was going to make it. And it's one of them songs that, a cautionary tale about how some people live and so on and so forth. And, you know, it's it's one of them songs that when you hear it, you're like, whoa, you know, it's pretty heavy to the heart, to the soul, to the mind. And, um, you know, I respect her for doing it too. Storytelling. That's another thing in the 70s. People used to have story songs, make you think, make you reflect, make you feel a certain way. You know, and you have to wonder where has that gone? Really, where has that gone? When people can do that. And that's what she did through her, you know, through the song. It just made you reflect. And that was a that was a nice cut. You know, really, I like the storyline. Sad, but it made you think. Next cut I dug was Sophisticated Lady. That lady's different. What I dug about this cut was the groove and the arrangement. And this was a showcase for some of the people who wanted to know just how far she could stretch and where she could go. Because you tell somebody, you know, it may not be quite like her father's, but I tell you something, she's versatile. She got the goods. And this was definitely one of them cuts that you weren't going to stop. This was tight. I definitely like this cut. Next cut I dug was Mr. Melody. I always thought the arrangement was really cool. It was like um, a nice stroll, strut type of cut. And she again, she showed her different wares as a versatile artist. Um, Natalie Cole could go in many directions. And she wasn't afraid to take those chances. This was a nice cut. This cut here was definitely one of the cuts that you can definitely vibe to. And it was tight. It was definitely tight. The next cut that I dug a whole lot from her was Our Love. I like the way she always sung the song. I love the energy of the song. I love the vibe of the song. She really put something into it. I like the chorus of it. I like the way it builds up. And it's got that kind of real cool style where she does vocally. She could interpret songs so many different ways and you could definitely feel where she's going with it. And it has a, a cool rhythm to it too which just loans itself. And I was going to say it was really tight. I like that one. Next cut I liked a whole lot by her is I've Got Love In My Mind. I always like how this song starts. I like that piano that and it almost goes into like a lush thing. You're almost expecting strings and the whole nine to go jazzy on it. I like how she did that. You know um well, again, one of those artists that when you hear the body of work, you're thinking, well, she could sing this, but she could sing this, but she could sing that. And you're just really, like, blown away how it just came to her so easily because, again, she's one of those artists that can make it look so easily when anything gets anything but. However, that's the skill set that she has. So, um, you know, and, and, and again, this is a strong testament to her talents. This is definitely that you get to get to feel exactly what we're talking about, you know. And um, it was tight. 
tight then, tight now. You know, just one of them songs that you just can't can't lose. Um, the next cut that I dug a whole lot was "This Will Be an Everlasting Love." Now, this song was used in that Queen Latifah Jimmy Fallon movie. They were singing the songs, playing the cab drop, something I forgot, and then it's been used for E Harmony. It's been used by a whole lot. It's one of those catchy grooves and the vamp and the way she riffs. Um, showed you back then that she has crazy range. And this song is like one of those songs that you can always remember where you were when you first heard it. Or how it made you feel. Again, her range is the truth. I mean, like, you know, her harmonies, the tone, the feel is the truth. And this is one of those songs that you can't help but just say, wow, I'm digging this one. And you dig it because, like I said before, she's really singing and she's putting her emotion to it. So that's, this is one of them songs for Valentine's Day. Hint, hint, this will be an everlasting love. That's like the song really is. Last song I'm going to pick, though, was Unforgettable. And uh, it came out 30 years ago. And it was the classic um, hookup with her father. Nat King Cole, and what it was, again, they were able to electric, electronically put them voices together, and this was uh, really nice how they did it. She really complimented the part. And, um, you know, she's she was one of the, she was very underrated, versatile artist, I'm telling you. Natalie Cole is the truth. You know, when you listen to her, you know, you'd be very surprised on the things you just definitely was hitting. So, um, please share your thoughts and takes with me. What are your favorite Natalie Cole songs, live performances, videos, or albums? I welcome thoughts and comments on it. Wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for one another. And uh, just because a song is older or album is older doesn't mean you can't hear something new in it. Because Natalie Cole was in, inspired a lot of artists. A lot of artists clap for her musically. She's very talented. Keep it funky. Keep it on the one. Until next time, peace and the best. And like I said before, check out some. Check out Natalie Cole because she definitely had some classics in there, and she should get way more respect than she does. All right. Until next time, peace and the best. I'm out. Mm-hmm.